summarized Psalm 16 last time. And verse 11, the Bible says, Thou will show me the path of life. And then it says, In thy presence is fullness of joy. So that in thy presence is what you're looking for, looking at. Eh? In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Amen. Hallelujah. And I began by explaining what this thing is. When you say, in thy presence. And we say that we are talking about the meaning of the word presence there is face. When you look at the Hebrew meaning and you look at the Greek meaning of the word presence is face. Before you. Amen. Now go to a scripture, Isaiah chapter 59. Isaiah 59, the Bible says, Behold the hand, the Lord's hand, is not shortened that it cannot save. Neither is his ear heavy that it cannot hear. Then look at verse 2. It says, But your iniquities have separated between you and, and God, and your sins have hid what? From you. Are you seeing that he will not? Your sins have hid what? His face. Amen. So we are describing what? His face? His face. We are talking about his face. We are talking about coming face to face with God. We are talking about the face of God. When you talk about his presence. You're talking about his countenance. When you talk about his presence. Now notice the scripture says his presence. Hallelujah. So what is the presence? It is the revelation of the person, the person of God himself. When you talk about the presence of God, we're talking about the person of God. But you're also talking about the revealing of the person of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You've seen it. You're talking about God himself. Amen. But you're talking about revealing him. When you talk about the presence of God, you're talking about revealing the person himself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, there's always an atmosphere around someone. When someone is around, like for example, if someone wears a certain cologne, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a perfume. I don't know. What's the difference between a cologne and perfume? <laughs> yeah. I hear very different explanations. Some say colognes are for men, perfumes are for women. I don't know. Uh, I'm not a linguist. Amen. There's someone who just, even without seeing them, because you've smelled their perfume, you know that they are there. Amen. Amen. But is the perfume them? No. You're seeing. 
The perfume is not them, but it is revealing to you. You are sensing they are around. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise, the, praise the Lord. Amen. So let's not run for the wrong thing. Let's run for the right thing. Amen. Let's go after God. So when you talk about his presence, we are talking about him. Amen. Amen. We are talking about God himself. Hallelujah. Not just the atmosphere, not just the environment that surrounds him. We are talking about God himself. So that when there is a manifestation, because when God is present, there are going to be manifestations. Hallelujah. We will not put our eyes on the manifestation. We'll put our eyes on the cause of the manifestations. The one who causes things to happen. The, our God himself. That's what you're saying. His presence. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we are talking about knowing him. Not just knowing about him. Because when you know about him, you're talking about education. Mm -hmm. You're talking about him. Knowing him. When you say revelation of the person, we are saying we are talking about knowing him being revealed to us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Now you see, the Bible says God is spirit. John chapter 4, from verse 20 going downwards. He is spirit. So, the hand. <laughs> is this a spirit hand? Is it a spirit face? What are we talking about? Amen. So that, when you see the presence, when you see the hand of God and the face of God, they are pictures. They're just metaphorical words we are using. Amen. To just describe our God who is indescribable. We don't have the capacity and the ability to comprehend who he is. He is God. We cannot understand him. But with the little... Uh, with our minute minds, what we are able to gather from what he has said in the scripture. Amen? That is, it is by him, it's by him, by him revealing himself to us. Amen? It's his initiative. It's God revealing himself to us. Hallelujah. In other words, he's expressing himself. He's manifesting his influence. Amen. Manifesting his influence to us. Praise the Lord. And with the manifestation of the influence, there's also our experience. We experiencing, experiencing God. So I hope that is very clear. When I talk about the presence of God, we are talking about the person of the presence. Not just the atmosphere of his presence. Hallelujah. Let's pursue the right thing. Let's pursue God, him, himself. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to talk about the presence in three fronts. One, the omnipresence of God. Number two, the indwelling presence of God. Number three, the manifest presence of God. 
Hallelujah. I'm teaching this to the church because this is not for a selected few. Amen. The presence of God is not for a few people. You know, it's not for pastors and teachers, evangelists, apostles, and prophets. It's for everyone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Do you remember the scripture saying, and the Lord was with Joseph. Amen. And the house of who? Potiphar. Prospered. Do you remember the ark of the covenant was in the house of who? Obed-Edom. And what happened? And because the ark, the ark was a representation of the presence of God, amen, what happened to the house of Obed-Edom? It was blessed. <laughs> amen. amen. We are talking about the connectedness to God, to the person, God himself. Because you know, nowadays I've seen there's a lot of talk about blessings. Amma, let me call them presents from God. Not his presence. Not him being there. But what he presents <laughs> to you. So that's not our focus. Our focus is his presence. God's presence. Hallelujah. Amen. Going to go very slowly, pole pole, so that everyone understands. And we are in the same page. This is now setting doctrine. What do we believe? Amen. Amen. It's for everyone. His presence is for every one of us. Whether you are the youngest believer. Amen. In other words, you are born again a few minutes ago or, or hours or days or you are the oldest among us. We are talking about his, his presence. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because now when you are talking about the presence, God with Joseph, God with Obedidom, their lives were affected. Their personal lives were affected. Amen. Their relationships were affected by the presence. Their businesses, you know, whatever work they were doing were affected. And it's the same way, the same presence is to affect. You know, we are not just here for some spiritual, you know, what do you call that thing? Just getting ourselves a spiritual high, ascending to some spiritual height. The same way people take alcohol and rise, you know. High as the sky. You know? Eh? It takes them higher and higher. <laughs> no. For us, we are not here for a spiritual high. We are here to know the truth. And this truth to cause an effect in our lives. A change in our own personal lives that affects every other area. How we do our work in our work, workplaces. Amen. Amen. You are a timekeeper. You know you come to your place of work in time because God is a timekeeper. You are also a timekeeper. You are affected totally by the person of God. Hallelujah. Yes. Today I'm not talking about the power 
of his presence. No. I'm talking about his presence, himself, the person of his presence. Now, let's look at Psalms 139. It was a psalm we read today. We have begun talking about the omnipresence of God. Verse 7 says, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Are you seeing something there? Go from your spirit. And then he says, flee from your presence. You remember when he talked about the person of the spirit? The spirit of God is a person of the Godhead. The Godhead is God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, we are talking about fleeing from his presence. Fleeing from where he is. Maybe another definition I can give you of his presence is, his presence is where he is. <laughs> where he is, is his presence. Hallelujah. That is God's presence. You know, there are counterfeit presence. Counterfeit anointing. There's counterfeit manifestation. You know, those ones are there. Amen. Someone can tell you, you know what, if you do this, you'll be blessed. If you sell this, if you put this on your car, you'll be blessed. You'll be, you know, that's not God's presence. Amen. 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 God's presence is where he, he is. Amen. Amen. There's, there's, there, guys, there's a reason why I'm insisting on the person of God himself. So that we don't get confused with counterfeits from the enemy. So that we are not sold to, because that's a doctrine currently in the, in the country. Talking about selling, you know, selling material stuff from the pulpit. Amen. Counterfeit, witchcraft, you know. Yeah. Oil, you know, oil. <laughs> so that what happens? You know, you go and prosper and believe that that is God's presence. No. No. Let's learn the truth, the truth, the presence of God, and then walk from here in the presence, knowing the presence of God, and you will see. You will just see that presence operating in operation in your own life. Amen. The Bible says, if I ascend to heaven, you are there. <laughs> are you seeing now? Omnip are you seeing omnipresence? If I go to heaven, where are you? You are. You are there. He says, if I make my bed in Sheol, that's hell. He says, behold, you are there. <laughs> if I take the wings of the dawn, and if I dwell in the remotest parts of the sea, even there your hand will lead me, and your right hand will hold me. So what is omnipresence? Is God everywhere present? Amen. So God is everywhere. He is present. Before we entered this place, he was here. Even in hell. Have you seen it? Even where? <laughs> it's written here. If I make my bed where? In hell. Behold, where are you? You are there. Amen. 
He is there. So don't think the devil is too powerful. No, he's not too powerful. God sees everything he's doing. God knows every plan the devil is plotting for you right now. It's not important. I should not even have said that. <laughs> that is not even important. You know why? Because God knows. He knows it. And then he says, he turns it around and says, all things work together for your good. So even those bad things, they'll work. They will work. <laughs> they will be forced to work according to your good. They just have to. That's why I am extremely confident about God. Now you are confident in God, that one. Super confident in him. He is everywhere. Do you know he's in the past and he's in the future? God is already in the future. He is there. He is the Alpha and Omega. He knows it. Hallelujah. He's already in your... Are you seeing why you should walk tall? <laughs> walk strong. Walk empowered. Because God knows your future. It's not the government. People, it's not the money. It is who? God. It is God. It's God. If you need money for business for 50, you know, what, 50 million shillings, you will have it. Amen. You will have it. If you just need 400 shillings, you will have it. Amen. Amen. Because it's about the business. It's not the money. It's not the business. It's not the money. We have a big God. Amen. Hallelujah. We have a big, big, big God. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't live this life in fear. Amen. Read the scriptures and know the kind of God you serve. Hallelujah. He is present everywhere at all times. At all times, you're talking about the past, present, and in future. Hallelujah. You cannot localize him. Do you know in Acts chapter 17 verse 24, the Bible says that God cannot, does not dwell in temples made by human hands. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. He doesn't dwell there. He's beyond. He's beyond them. Hallelujah. You see, in the Old Testament, it was associated with what? His presence was associated with what? The tabernacle, you remember? Amen. The Holy of Holies in the tabernacle. And his presence was also associated with what? The Holy of Holies in the, te in the temple. In this New Testament, for us to be able to comprehend God is associated his presence is associated with who? Jesus Christ. A body, a temple, <laughs> you have made for me. Amen. Jesus came in person. And right now, we are the temple Amen. of God. Now I began talking about the indwelling presence of God. 
the indwelling presence of God is also called the abiding presence of God. Abiding. Hallelujah. And this presence, the abiding presence, you see the, the omnipresence is experienced by every human being who was born in this earth. But the abiding presence is only experienced by those who are born again. Only if you are born again will you stay in the abiding presence of God. Hallelujah. Because that's when the Spirit of God comes into us and takes residency where? Inside our lives. Amen. People, he, people on earth, they, they, they know, the Bible says in Romans very clearly, we, they know instinctively that God is there. <laughs> that God is there. They know. They can see in the creation and everything that God is there. But now, they are, that's omnipresence, but the abiding presence of God is for those who have come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior who have received Christ in their lives. Christ lives in them. They are born again. They are reborn in their spirits. The Bible says, His spirit, together with our spirits, testify that we are the sons of God. His spirit were in us. Romans chapter 8, verse 9, what does it say? He that does not have the spirit of Christ is none of his. So the spirit of God were in, in us. Where can I go from your spirit? <laughs> Where can I flee from your presence? Spirit presence. Where? He is everywhere. But now this time is not just everywhere. He is in a particular location. He is present somewhere. And that somewhere I'm talking about is inside you and me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we are not going, we are, we are, when you are leaving a place and going somewhere, God is already there. But do you know he's already in you too if you are born again. And as you go, he is going with you. Where he is. <laughs> ah, there's this song I love that says, I never said um, that you'll not have to cross the Chile Jordan. You know it, eh? The Martins, eh? That you'll never have to cross the Chile Jordan. So God is not saying, I'll remove the Chile Jordan. Chile Jordan is very cold. It's cold. He's not removing the Chile Jordan. No. The Chile Jordan will stay there. Do you know why? Do you know why? He wants you to know him. He wants you to fix your eyes on him. The, in fact, the chilly Jordan should continue to increase in coldness so that you know him. <laughs> that is your warmth. He says that you'll never have to go through the chilly Jordan, but he said, but I said that I'll be right there on the other side. Hallelujah. Though I walk, <laughs> through the valley 
So right now, if you are going through something tough, hard, go through it. You are going. <laughs> you are going through. It is through. You are going through. Amen. Going through the valley of the... Sh- <laughs> it's a shadow. <laughs> it's a shadow. And in fact, as you go through, because you are carrying light, God is light. You are carrying light, the shadows are disappearing. You know? Going through the sh- valley of the shadow of death, you shall fear no. For thou art with me, your presence. His presence. Are you seeing the importance of the presence is not even just good times? No. Bad times. When bad times, when there are bad times, hard times. Amen. We must learn how to host, stay in his presence. Those in the Old Testament who believed in God did not have God's presence in them. They had God's presence with them. And they had to, reason, they had to go, remember they had to go to Jerusalem to present themselves where? Where was the presence of God? In the Holy of Holies. Hallelujah. Because the Jerusalem there, the temple, in the temple that was God's house. God's house then. In the New Testament, we are God's house. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, we are the temples of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, don't you know that your body is the temple of God? So God's spirit lives within us. Amen. In us? In us. Do you also know that the Bible says that we are the body of Christ? So he is in us individually. He is with us and in us corporately. When we are here together, he is the body. You know, we are the body. We are the body. He is the head. We are the body. He is in us and with us corporately and individually. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you know that also this abiding presence is not in us because of our goodness? How are you saved? By? Is it because of anything good you did? No. Can you boast because you have it? No. Amen. It is all about realization. This thing of crying, oh God, you have left me today. This day, 16th of May, is the last day you ever thought God left you. Amen. Amen. I will never, you know never what never means? Double no, no. You know? (laughs) I will never. (laughs) Is no squared. I will never leave you. Did he say, I will be with you because you are good? No. Did he say, I will leave you because you are bad? Is it your intention to be bad? If your intention is to be bad, come here, you give your life to Jesus Christ. right? 
<laughs> Come be born again. <laughs> Is it your intention to be bad? No. You are, are you intending to be good? Amen. No, it doesn't depend on your goodness or badness. Amen. It's, that, it's not dependent on your humanity. It's dependent on, on him. Grasp that and you'll begin to sense his presence. Because now you know how faithful God is. He says he remains faithful even when we are unfaithful. When you are faithless. <laughs> this scripture, 1 John 1, 9 says, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive. Ask yourself this question. Why is God saying he is faithful and just to forgive you and yet you have actually sinned? When you sin, you should be what? You should be punished. Why does the Bible then say he is faithful and just to forgive you? He should be just to punish you. That's where justice is, isn't it? What is he faithful to? He, faithful means true to his word. Amen. Do you know which word he is true to? That he sent his son Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Amen. To do what? To die for your sins. So he is just to forgive you because your sins have been paid for Amen. by his son. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So the abiding presence is dependent on his faithfulness. Matthew 28, 20 says, Lo, I am, not I will be. I am with you. Woo! That is enough to keep you going for the next hundred years. I am with you, Lo. I am with you. Some things will continue to disturb us because we are thinking more about them than the God who is with us. Poverty is with me. Sickness is with me. Trouble is with me. It, you are attracting it. You are keeping it with you. Amen. Are you seeing how to lose some things? Let them go. Let it go. Fear is with me. Fear. I, Lord, you know, I tithe because I'm afraid that I will lose my job. You will lose it. Do you know, do you know the Bible says to Job, Job chapter 3, the thing which I fear the most has what? Has come. Fear is faith. That is negative. It will attract. The way faith brings things, fear will bring things. Lose it. Lose the fear. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear. But of what? And that spirit is where? In us. Love, power, and a sound mind. Lose that fear. Amen. 
Someone told me, you know, if you do that, you will die. I told him I died. <laughs> In Jesus. You cannot scare me with death. Not possible. You cannot scare me with what? Death. Because I died and I'm living eternal life, right? I started some years ago. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Lose it. Says, Lo, I am with you. When the devil comes to tell you, tells you, Lo, I am with you, always. Tell him you are lying. <laughs> hmm? hey, shut up. Eh? Tell, tell him, Jesus said, Lo, I am with you, always. Amen. Walk out there walking in, in that matatu, say, Lo, God is with me, always. Amen. Wherever you are, wherever you stay. Thieves are coming in the night. Say, Lord, God is with me always. Fear I drive you out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Gehazi. <laughs> you remember Gehazi? Hmm? The Philistines are surrounding us. Their armies are coming against us. Amen. <laughs> the man of God said, God, open his eyes to see. Just open his eyes. So the issue here is the opening of our eyes. That's what I'm doing as I share the word of God. The Bible says the entrance, I'm bringing the word. As the word enters, may eyes open in Jesus' name Amen. for people to see. The scripture, lo, I am with you always. The Holy Ghost is in you. He is here with us. John 14, Victor was sharing that with us today. God said, Jesus said, I will pray. The he didn't even give you that a, a duty to, to do that. Because you might have doubted. He said, <laughs> I will pray the Father. And he, the Father, will give you another comforter. Another means he was the comforter. But now he's giving you another one who is like me, equal to me, same grade, same level, same capacity, same ability, same strength. Amen. But this one now is coming to be with all of you because I could only be with you once in a particular location. Amen. He'll give you another comforter. That he, the comforter, may do what? Abide with you forever. It's even the spirit of Christ, whom the world does not know. You see? The world does not know the abiding presence. Then he says, but you do what? You know him. Why? Because he sh shall be where? He is with you. You know him because he is with you. And shall be where? In you. For how long? Forever. Just take it. Just take it. If there are things right now you are thinking about, let them go. Oh, what about my struggles? Oh, what about my weaknesses? Oh, what about my inadequacies? Oh, oh, oh. 
Say my law instead of oh. Say my law, I am with you always. Hallelujah. <laughs> ah, that's how to flash those things out. God's presence. Amen. Do you know if Peter will go to Paul and sit him down, Paul, I, Saul, let me use the let, let me tell let me say Saul. Peter will go to Saul with the Bible and tell him, Saul, I want to, to share with you something, you know, about God. You know, this Jesus of Nazareth, who, who you are. You, you, are, you are dealing with his people. I want to share with you. It might not have worked. Possibly. That is why Jesus had to come himself. Amen. He had to meet him himself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus had to meet him himself. The encounter with God. That's what I'm talking about. The presence of God is what changes human beings. If you want change, if you want, you know, that those things to go, it's the encounter. That's the answer. Peter would have sat him down and started giving him principles, explanations. Many, you know, you know what, you know. But Paul would tell him, you know, I know all these things. I'm, I'm a Pharisee. I, have, I, I almost have PhD in doc, doctrines of, of, you know, of the Bible, yeah? of the Old Testament, of the scriptures. He knew, he knew it all according to the scriptures. He knew that he had to now encounter God behind those scriptures. Jesus himself. And that changed him totally. He found him. Every scripture came to life. Hallelujah. Because he found God, not the letter. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is with us and is in us. Finally, the manifest presence of God. Amen. The abiding presence, I've already spoken about that. That's the indwelling presence. Now let's look at the manifest presence. The manifest presence of God in the scripture is also called the glory of, of God. It's more the glory of God. Yes. It's the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord is the presence of God himself. God's nature Revealed, manifested. Not just revealed for you to perceive uh, uh, through knowledge, uh, understanding, and theory. No. We are talking about practical manifestation. That's glory. God's glory. Hallelujah. You've heard the word Shekinah. You know, I avoid like a plague <laughs> using Greek and, and Hebrew terms when I'm teaching. But this one you know, because I know you've had songs. Shekinah glory, imeshuka. <laughs> you've had such songs, isn't it? 
Yes, you've had Shekinah, Shekinah, people singing, crying out, oh, Shekinah, Shekinah. Even, even ladies have that name, Shekinah. Yeah. We are talking about, in Hebrew, it's talk, it means reside, abide. Amen. Dwelling or remain. And we also have the, another word that refers to wait. God's weightiness. Amen. Or God's heavy heaviness. His heavy presence. It's a, in other words, describing a very weighty sense of his presence. Manifestation of his presence. And you know that in the temple. Remember the temple? When the glory came up on the temple. You remember that? And the priests could not kinare the ray of those days, they could not stand to sing. They had prepared, they had practiced. Hallelujah. Huh? They had practiced for months. But that day, they were very disappointed. They could not do it. <laughs> stand to sing and minister in the presence of God. Are you seeing? Are you already seeing that it is not about the nice singing? Are you seeing that the glory is not the beautiful, nice singing? Yes. You're singing? I hope you're seeing that. Eh? The glory is not the nice, beautiful singing that is paraded or placed before people in church on Sunday. And the nice dresses and, and, and uh, colorful matching dresses. It is not. Those guys were suspended. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> They were sus suspended that the day they had worked on, they had practiced. They were suspended that day because of something weighty that had come, the glory of God. Three times in my lifetime I have seen that because that still manifests to date. To date. When you, you do not, you are not, you, are not you, 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 you find yourself you are not even able to. Stand. Not ile ninanguka miguni yuanguki how ujiangushi. Amen. No, you find yourself there, flat on the ground. Amen. Weighty. Hallelujah. Now notice this in the New Testament. That was the Old Testament. In the New Testament, Christ was raised up from the dead. Verse Romans chapter six, verse four. It says, he was raised up from the dead with the glory of the Father. The glory of the Father. The glory of God. Amen. Now, you see the Bible says that the Holy Spirit also, also says that the Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. Look at Romans chapter 8 verse 11. The Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead. So you're seeing the same word. The same word glory referring to who? The spirit. Manifested. So the glory of the Lord is the manifestation of who? The manifestation of the, the spirit of God. Romans 8 verse 11. Romans chapter 6 verse, verse 4. Hallelujah. Now, let me tell you why I'm teaching this. 
I teach this so that someone will know. Now, when you know it, you'll begin to experience. Experience will come with knowledge. When you know, you continue to learn and learn, revelation will set in. When revelation sets in, you know what happens? Faith comes to life. You begin to live by faith, by the knowledge. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing what? The word of God. So you keep hearing, revelation is coming in. Revelation is light. Light is coming in. When revelation comes in, faith is there. Faith is not forced. It's not something you, you work it. I'm, I'm working it. I'm working the faith. No. When the faith is there, mountains will be moved. Amen. 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 When faith is there, there will be manifestation. Amen. That's how to experience, to get manifestations. Hallelujah. So that, that glory is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And it's just a fortress. You know, the Bible says the Spirit of God is who is beginning to us as a deposit. You know, when you pay a deposit, there is more coming. Ah, yes. You know that. Some of you have paid deposits for some things here. Yeah, there is more coming. Can you imagine that little that you think you have? Some more. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, the manifestation is different from the indwelling. The indwelling does not depend on you. That is his work. The manifestation now depends on who? On you. Hallelujah. It's now upon you. How yielded are you? How surrendered are you? Amen. You remember John the Baptist saying, I decrease. Mm -hmm. That he may e increase. When you your will decreases. You know, your ambitions and desires decrease. His are increasing. Jesus said to the Father, <laughs> not my, not my will. When you step aside, was Jesus the Son of God? You know, I need us to understand this thing. Was Jesus the Son of God? Even when he was saying, not my will, was he still the Son of God? Mm hmm was he? Are you God's son? Do you have your own will? Yes. You're seeing? You have your own will. You are God's son. You have your own will. But you have to intentionally will it to God. Yield it. Yield your will to God. Amen. If you want to see his manifest presence because it's already indwelling you. When you are born again, you have the Spirit of God in you. When you are baptized with the Spirit of God, He is not coming more of Him at His being poured. At now, angels and some are basing in heaven. They are pouring more. No. The Bible says, from within you shall flow rivers. The banks break. 
the rivers begin to flow from within you and out of you. Hallelujah. You see, that's what happens. But now that depends on you. How yielded. In your various areas of life. Even when you talk about healing, you're talking about from within. Every deposit is within you. You want his manifest presence. And let me tell you, his manifest presence is felt tangibly. You can tangibly sense it and feel it. Some of you have heard about the anointing. Mm. Now we are moving just from the anointing. We are moving to glory. Hallelujah. Not just saying, you know, man of God who is anointed, man of God who is anointed. No. We are going to talk about glory. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. You ever heard about the anointing that abided within you? Hallelujah. With his glory, you see the visible manifestation. Hallelujah. The manifestation is a sign that is in our midst. He is there. He is with us. Manifest presence of God. So we have seen. We've talked about number one, God's omnipresence. Number two, his abiding presence. Number three, his manifest presence. And it's all about knowing. It's all about what? Knowing. Amen. It's all about what? Knowing. When you have knowledge, revelation, knowledge. When you have revelation, knowledge, then you begin to walk by faith. And as you exercise your faith, you'll begin to do what? To experience what you are talking about. Hallelujah. I know right now some of you are thinking, how does this relate to my life? How, how does this, how do these things relate to my living? People are, and, and sometimes I even see in many ministries, the focus is that part only. Instead of also explaining how you get there. Because of the desire to see changes and effects in people's lives. For me, I believe understanding is very important. So that even when you get the effect and the change, when God blesses you, when you are healed, when you are experiencing, you know, what people call breakthrough. Amen. When you're experiencing all those things, you know the source. Amen. You are not a man of God's presence. Yeah, NTS. But God's presence. Amen. David had everything when he was a king. But he was still hungry for his presence. God's presence. You know, God's presence will bring you presents. You will get the presents. You will get. You will definitely get. Have you ever had men of God say, don't go for the hand. 
Go for his face. Amen. Don't go for the healing. Go for the healer. It doesn't mean you don't need the healing. It doesn't mean you don't need the finances. Amen? You need the money. Hey, you guys, we need that money. We need it. We know we need it. But it is not the money we are after. We are after who? God. Amen? Amen? We are after him. And when you know when we are with him, even people around us will prosper. Hmm? You think about building your father and your mom a home. Ray, praise the Lord. <laughs> when you think about doing that, because of his abiding presence, just like Joseph and Obedidom, they will be blessed. Because of his abiding presence in your, in your life. Amen. Those presents are connected to his presence. They are in, you know, they are there in his presence. But they do not satisfy. What satisfies you is him. God is in the business of giving people himself. Omnipresence is abiding presence. With you always. No matter where you are, no matter what you did, right now, he is with you. Amen. Know it. Just know it. Amen. Because you are walking now daily. Your life becomes prayer. Not only the specific times you pray, but every time is prayer time. You are prayed up every time. Every time. Everywhere. Is prayer, prayer time. You're just telling, thank you, thank you. You know, someone else will live a totally separate life from God. You know, they are living separately from God, and then they look for specific time to spend time with God. That's not what God called us for. God has called us for life with Him every day, every time. Adam, you remember Adam and God? God will just appear anytime. In the cool of the day, and then starts walking with, with him. That's what God desires of us. He is inside us, fellowship with him. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the what? Fellowship with the what? The Holy Spirit. We love company. But let me tell you, there is greater company in the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna